0: You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. This is episode 44 of Life Repurposed, and I thank you for joining me today. I skipped a week last week because, um, Life has just been a little bit crazy, and I've mentioned that before, and it hasn't really changed. It's been overwhelming, and then my heart was just really heavy with what was going on in the world around us, and I didn't have any words to say. And maybe you're like that. You just think, I have I have no words to say, and maybe you've wrestled like I have with knowing what to say. I certainly have an opinion, but people don't need to hear my opinion. I don't need to be out there just voicing it for the sake of... Shouting one more thing out there, but I also know that I'm not supposed to be silent because I see something that is unjust in the world around me and I need to say something. And so there's just been so much happening in the world. And um, I don't think anyone needs to hear my words or a long pontification on something, but I do think that they need my voice. And I think there's a difference between throwing words out there and just putting them out there and being a voice. A voice can be with just few words. I posted something on social media the other day that I decided to share with you because it was when I was putting this into thought and trying to figure out what do I say? And here's what I said. I had planned to release an image of my new book cover this week. I decided to wait a few days because the timing wasn't quite right in light of all that is happening around us. I couldn't just move forward and pretend as if I saw nothing. I will share the book image in a day or two, but for today, this is what's on my heart. No one needs my words, empty as they are. I don't need to give a long explanation of how I've arrived at my point of view. It doesn't matter. What does matter is that other human beings have cried out for help, and whether or not I understand all of the implications behind their cries, I hear the pain. I hear the plea for someone to listen, to notice, to validate, and to at least pause long enough to pay attention and not pass on by. I hear the plea for someone to listen, to notice, to validate, to at least pause long enough to pay attention and not pass on by pretending not to see or hear. I'm listening, I'm learning, and taking off my perspective lenses to borrow the lenses of others who have had a different experience from my own. So much about my own journey in life hasn't been simple or easy, and yet I know nothing about what it's like to heap racial inequality or injustice in the path along with the other challenges nothing. We grew up saying the Pledge of Allegiance every day in school. But now I realize that the words are empty if I cannot speak where liberty and justice have been oppressed. I am am inept. inept, inadequate, and ignorant, but that can change. I'll start with being inquisitive and intent, informed, and invested in what it takes to make a difference. So let's think about those comments that I shared And let's frame this in the context of repurposing and thinking about before and after. When I think about what's going on in our world right now, we are in a reverse before and after. A lot of times I take, um, when I'm doing decorating projects and even doing illustrations, I often will take something and I'll share the before and um, show just how... uh, how in need of restoration it was. And then I will show the after and show how something has been transformed. And in this case, our world is in a before and after. Before, if I think back a couple months ago, uh, there was relative peace and things were fairly stable. Even though under the surface the currents were there, it was relatively peaceful. And the after right now is that Post quarantine and novel virus, and post events that have happened that have really brought racism into the uh, spotlight, really, um, we are in the opposite where there was peace before there's unrest. But as we go through this in our own lives, we can take our attitudes and the things from the past and we can repurpose those and and really come out on the other side with something that can make a difference. The reason that silence is considered endorsement of inequality is because it means we have either had what I think are one of two things that have happened. One, we have heard the message and we don't agree that there's a problem or two, we've heard the message and we think there's a problem but we don't care. Now, let me pose uh, propose a third option here that's a possibility. That would be, three, we've heard the message, but we are helpless and don't know what to do. And God has been changing me and repurposing how I respond, uh, really transforming some old attitudes that were ugly, things that, um, uh, I guess when I look back, I would say have been rooted there for a long time. And um, because he's changing that and because he's changing me specifically, I think we can eliminate the third option when we look at the options on why we would be silent. And that would be the option of we've heard the message, but we're helpless and we don't know what to do. I believe it's frustrating for people to see our silence and to not know what conclusion we've arrived at. And I think it's important for us to have a voice, even if it's only a few words, for us to just let people know, I see and I'm with you. And there's different ways that we can do that. So if you have heard the message that people are trying to put out there and you don't agree that there's a problem, then you might be walking on by and and missing some significant things that are very obvious there. And maybe you've heard the message and you think there's a problem and you really don't care. But I would just say that it's probably only a matter of time before your life is affected enough that you will begin to care. And unfortunately, that is what it sometimes takes. And I say unfortunately because it's unfortunate that we can't see other people's needs and other people's pain until it affects us. Um, So it's not unfortunate when it affects us. I think it's a good thing because it makes us get out of our comfort zone and think. But let's think about if we've heard the message and we think we're helpless and we don't know what to do. I've asked a few people some questions. You know, what do I do? I don't think it's someone else's job to educate me, uh, especially if um, I'm, I just, I'm completely ignorant and I don't think they would know where to begin. But the other problem is there's so much garbage out there that I don't know where to begin with grabbing the right tools in order to learn and understand and so that's when I ask that question that's what I'm saying is like give me some tools because I don't know where to begin and I don't want to start with the wrong thing and I've heard people on news programs say just Google there's stuff out there there is but I'm so concerned that you know I, I want I want the right resource so the beginning for me, is just when we see injustice, the first thing that we can do without even having resources in our hands, without even having a book to read, without knowing what the next thing is to do, we still can actually do something. So, if I'm ill-equipped to make a difference on my own, we can come together. And so, we might think, okay, if I say something, what good is it going to do? Well, if I say one thing and another person says one thing and together We both or we all make a difference. If we all woke up when we saw injustice, then I think we can make a difference. And here's some example of things that I've noted in the past and kept silent about just in my own life. And I've said something recently about some of them, but not all of them. One is the number of lead roles in Hallmark movies that are played by a white woman who has a black woman as her assistant. It's very unusual for those roles to be reversed, where a black woman is the lead role and the assistant, who doesn't have as high of a rank in the, um, I don't know how to the privileged company that she works for, um, you just don't see those reversed very often. Until Meghan Markle, there were almost no leads that were anything but white, not to mention the lack of representation by any other diverse race or ethnic background. And if you want to understand more about how to distinguish between those, I am going to put a link to an article in the show notes at com slash 44 from National Geographic just explaining a little bit about race and ethnicity. But when Meghan Markle became a princess, then we went back to the sparse representation. And I'm somebody who loves spending a Saturday with Hallmark movies on in the background while I'm doing my laundry or cleaning or something like that. But for many years, I've noticed the inconsistency and the imbalance there and just not said anything. So it's time for us to speak up where we see that kind of um, representation, even in the media we consume and the recreation. Another thing that we can speak up about is when Words are spoken by family members or friends that generalize black people as they without, you know, I put they in air quotes there, without true attention to humanity and just lumping people into a group of people that we describe in a certain way. And it's almost always unfavorably. And I've noticed this happens sometimes. And I don't speak up. I don't say anything. I, When I get silent, it usually means I disagree and I don't want to make a big blow up and say something, but it's so important to say something. There's gentle ways of doing that. Uh, Another thing I've noticed is people on airplanes who don't make eye contact or speak with seat mates who are darker skinned. And um, sometimes, uh, you know, people, you can just tell by body language when somebody is avoiding. And I've had some delightful conversations with People on airplanes or waiting in lines, and it does make me sad when I see that um, there's a difference. I see it, and I don't always speak up. And in that case, there isn't much you can say in the moment, but you can be the one who does start up the conversation so that somebody isn't lonely in a group of people. Uh, Another one is um, the reactions of people when someone tells you about somebody's new boyfriend and they toss in the conversation that he's black, but then along with that, there's a connotation you can read between the words, and it's not just a simple statement of somebody's description of that person. And so when you can read between the lines, we can ask questions and say, what do you mean by that? Uh, Another one is casual comments and jokes. There are so many of these, and we get that uncomfortable laugh, but the uncomfortable laugh is not the way to respond that doesn't make it change. The last example I have here is one where, you know, I've overheard somebody say overtly about how having a black family as home renters wasn't a good idea. And again, there's like an uncomfortable silence of what do I do? What do I say? So breaking the silence on these does not mean we have to be outrageous or go into a rage because it doesn't help. It can be as simple as saying, I respect you, but I can't endorse that statement. And that's it. If they want to make a battle out of it, that's on them. But just saying something to call attention to the fact that I don't agree with that statement instead of being silent. Breaking the silence doesn't mean that I endorse every angle or every voice. So, if I use a hashtag Black Lives Matter, it does not mean that I'm necessarily endorsing everything that every organization that uses that tag um, endorses. But what I'm doing is I'm saying, I see and I hear. And so, I'm willing to be respectful. And I'm willing to not live in fear of being misunderstood. I will be misunderstood. I know that will happen, but I, I won't live in fear of it because I can't pass by and pretend I don't see. There are human beings who need love and support, and so by just having a small voice, it makes a difference. There was a story in Luke 10 that Jesus told. It was a parable But I see so many parallels in that and in our everyday life when I think about the idea of passing by and saying nothing or doing nothing when there is something that needs to be done. So it says in in Luke 10, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and when he was attacked by robbers, they stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. on the figurative other side of the road, or sometimes literally the other side of the road, we can begin by kneeling in compassion beside our brothers and sisters who have received less than treatment and are hurting, whatever that is. We can kneel beside them and we can say, I see your pain and I want to help. I don't know how to help, but I can start with one step of at least acknowledging that I see the hurt. Stay with me as I share a couple of resources before we wrap up. I found a helpful podcast episode this week that I wanted to share with you as a resource. Michael Hyatt and Megan Hyatt Miller were having a discussion on the Lead to Win podcast about Michael's decision to finally say something after being silent and knowing he needed to say something, but not knowing what to say and feeling inadequate, and so I will link to that episode in the show notes at Michelle dot com slash forty four. They had a couple of resources listed there, including several books that I've added to my reading list. They're actually out of stock in print, but um, there are you know I can do the Kindle version. So I've grown my reading list of things that I want to grab and really get into those resources soon. Um, but you can. Listen to the full episode or get a transcript in the link that I will share at com slash 44. A couple of the books that Megan listed there, there are others. Uh, One was Be the Bridge, Pursuing God's Heart for Racial Reconciliation by Latasha Morrison and others. There was another one, uh, The Warmth of Other Suns, The Epic Story of America's Great Migration by Isabel Wilkerson. And then another one listed there was White Fragility, Why It's So Hard for White People to Talk About Racism by Robin J. D'Angelo. That was a New York Times bestseller. And then I'm adding one of my own. That is a resource uh, book from Moody Publishers that came out a couple of years ago. That one is called Woke Church, An Urgent Call for Christians in America to Confront Racism and Injustice by Eric Mason. And like I said on Michael Hyatt's show, you will find uh, even more resources listed there. And I know there are some other ones out there, but this is a good place to begin because reading helps to understand especially if you are somebody who lives in a your own culture that's not very diverse and so you don't have maybe even friends who you can talk to and ask and so this understanding is like having a friend hand you a book full of advice and just a place to get started and knowing where to have a voice so thank you so much for listening as I shared my heart with you I hope that together we can make a difference and bring unity in our culture and also just to show the love of Jesus to the people that we meet. I want more than anything for people to know how much Jesus loves them. And if that means uh, setting aside my own preferences and my own points of view that are rooted in Um, misunderstanding and ignorance, I will do that in order to spread the gospel and be the voice of Jesus and the people around me. So I hope you'll join me on that mission, and I will see you the next time we tune in to Life Repurposed. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at MichelleRayburn.com. I'd love it if you would subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. I'd also love it if you would like, review, and share the information about this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for listening.